It's fresh cookies. All right, enough of that shit. I'm pissed. Welcome to Fresh Cookies. I'm Nary Rodriguez. Fucking NFL. Disgraceful. Follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. We got Facebook, and we just put out a new YouTube video yesterday. So go check out all the best highlights, big hits, and clout from week four. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Let's jump right into it. That Pats-Chiefs game had me infuriated. I was so fucking mad watching. Let's take it back to a couple days before the game. Actually, one, two, one or two days before the game was supposed to be played. I don't know what the specific timeline was, when it was found out. All I know is when I found out that Cam Newton would not be participating, I was, I was hurt. All right. I might have shed a few tears. Maybe, maybe not. Either way, devastated is an understatement. I watched the Chiefs demolish who I thought was the best team in football, the Baltimore Ravens, with ease. I was so hyped that the Patriots had them on the schedule next because we played the Seattle Seahawks so well. Only lost that one by five. And Kansas City coming off that close game to the Chargers, I was like, okay, they look vulnerable here. Chargers all right, but they shouldn't be hanging with the world champs, especially with a rookie QB who was just told minutes before the game, hours probably, but still right before the game, that he's going to start against Patrick Mahomes and they still hang in there and win it on a field goal. So they're going to play the Ravens and I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good game. And then... Baltimore looked how they did against the Titans. Just lost when you play some actual competition. They got to redeem themselves. Baltimore is a different story. But after seeing that ass whooping, I was excited the Patriots were going to play the Chiefs. I'm like, all right, we played the Seahawks well. And I, like I said, the Seahawks are my Super Bowl pick, even though I'm a Patriots fan. But I'm like... If we do, if, I mean, I want us to be in the bowl. I'm always going to pick my team to go. But I'm like, if we're going to go this year, I like, I'll, well, no, because if we go this year, I want to play Tom Brady. But Seahawks were my Super Bowl, the, the winners. They were my pick. I'm like, we played them so well. I'm excited to play KC at KC. I'm like, we got Cam. Mahomes, Kelsey, the Patriots really don't have that many people. Stephon Gilmore, but you know, Bill Belichick, he's he's still a headliner for us. And Andy Reid on the other side, so you even have the coaches matching up with like with one another. So I'm all hyped. Got through Thursday night football with the Broncos and the Jets, which by the way, the game not not half fucking bad. Uh, I actually had a lot of fun watching that game. A lot of content for us, lots of turnovers on the Broncos side. Surprisingly, I thought the Jets would have more. So yeah, we make it through Thursday night football. I'm all hyped for the weekend. I was like, I don't care 
that the Packers and the Falcons are playing Monday night football. I know the Packers are going to win because the Falcons are walking clown shoes right now. And then when it comes to the 49ers and the Eagles, that's an okay primetime matchup, but it's like the 49ers are, are all hurt and the Eagles are the Eagles. They'll find some way to self-implode, but I was still, I'm still rooting for Carson Wentz here. All right. This is, this is pre devastating news. So yeah, I get a text from my mom cause she's the family information hub. She hits me up and is like, cam got coronavirus. He's out. I'm like, great. Now we got to wait two weeks to play this game. I turn on the TV and they're like, no, they're going to play this game in a couple days. Just no cam. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Really? Everyone else is going to play, but cam seems unfair. And you want to talk about hate. The Patriots always getting hate. Oh, we're cheaters. We're this. We win too much. Oh, well, everybody was fucking happy that cam not playing all right i didn't even want to watch the game and then it was like as as sunday night football was wrapping up i'm like you know what i hope we upset the chiefs all right with our backups all day i'm hyped i know i'm sitting on some heat because i'm like okay we got monday night football like i said packers and falcons don't really give a fuck but I'm, you know, we got the real Monday night matchup. Chiefs, Pats. Unfortunately, Tony Romo calling the game. Not saying that he's bad, but the guy. What a blabber mouth. Talk about if your team's losing and Tony Romo is narrating. Like. I don't know. I just. He's annoying. Anyway, it's just adding so much insult to injury. So I'm all hyped, you know, first NFL game postponed and then played because of coronavirus. Now, I know the Steelers and the Titans got postponed, but like I said, they're waiting a couple weeks. We're, we're just right out the gate, and it's, and it's like, oh, well, it's just Cam. You guys can go out there. It's like, great. James White, he's missed some time. Uh, blessings to him, lost his father. I don't know if his mother's doing better, but she was in critical critical condition after a car accident and then when the game kicked off our defense was playing stellar like I couldn't ask for a better job from them just holding the Chiefs to six points in the first half but oh man the Patriots offense continues to make my fucking blood boil I had so much faith in Brian Hoyer granted he's been the backup for us for many years you know he was Brady's right hand man if you will for a while so I'm like okay this is Brian's moment right you've been backing up Brady basically like 75% of your career here's where you shine I had mad faith in him I'm like this is gonna be like a Rudy story you know when Brady was out suspended for those four games and Garoppolo and Brissett split time it was a good it was that was one of my favorite football seasons of all time because I felt like that was a real team winning season like everybody contributed like both backups got time and like and contributed you know 
Percet, that that one run he had, the read option where he just kept it was. I'm like, damn, I know Jimmy G supposed to be the future, but we got to consider this guy. He's nasty. So, yeah, Patriots offense not clicking. Whoo. I got to I got to step back for a moment because just thinking about it. Makes me want to. Pun a baby through a window. The reps for this game. I don't know what dumpster pile or how many leagues under the sea they went to find this fucking misfit group of, I won't even call them renegades because that sounds way too cool. These cucks. I don't know where they got this crew from, but that was some of, if not the worst, officiating I've ever seen with my own two eyeballs like I'm just gonna get right to the biggest thing that pissed me off was the take first of all the sack that we get that's negated okay no sack let me just explain the play Chase Winovich comes in along with a host of other Patriots defenders and guess the Pat Mahomes. He's trying not to go down. He's trying to throw it. Clearly moves his arm forward to throw it. And the ball falls out of his hands. Into to Shalit Calhoun. Shout out Middletown North High School in New Jersey. Falls right to Calhoun. He takes it. Starts running. And then they blow the whistle dead. On a wide open touchdown. I'm already pissed. I'm like, when we played them last year, it was the same shit. Gilmore had a picked up fumble, and they blew dead a fucking wide open touchdown for us. So whatever, they blow the play dead again. And now they're like, was it an interception or a fumble? Looking at the replay, the ball is coming out of Pat Mahomes' hand while his arm is going forward, and it falls to Calhoun. So I'm like, okay, either it's going to be an interception, or a fumble, because I've seen a thousand plays like this. I've even seen ones that were even less, with less evidence that the quarterback's arm was coming forward, and they still ruled it a turnover. So I'm like, okay, either way, it's our ball. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, well, at least it's a sack, right? Wrong again. I'm like, which I take that back. They, I guess they did have to rule it a sack. But then, then you hear Tony Romo being like, oh, well, that's just good football to get your punt team on, on the field that quick and punt it away. So you mean to tell me in the NFL where we review everything, and I mean everything, even clear-cut scores, we can't stop time? Why? Off some technical bullshit? Because Belichick didn't throw the flag because he at least thought you'd have the decency to rule that a turnover because it was what kind of cheating bullshit is that? I know everybody gets on New England for Spygate and all this other bullshit that we allegedly did. Okay, we got caught with some of it. Oh, well, who hasn't fucked up? I know you have, but still, you're really going to you're going to dictate the flow of a game. We're already down. We don't have our main guy in there. And you're going to make such a bonehead call like that off some technical BS. Come on. Come on with the bullshit. 
what the fuck, NFL? I don't care about apologies, but damn, you need to send one to Bill Belichick and the Patriots for robbing them of that game. Ugh, just disgusting, disgusting to say the least. It sucks when you're already down and you feel like you feel like the stripes are against you too. And when you're playing the world champs in a team that is not only loaded but fully healthy and you're basically hobbling to the barn, it's really frustrating. And granted, Brian Hoyer fucking up royally. Like, end of the half, end of the first half, he's trying to, I guess, get a playoff. You know, we have no timeouts. Clock's winding down. And... Instead, the one thing you can't do in that situation, and Tony Romo even said it right after it happened, but anybody who's a, even a casual football watcher knows you can't take the sack in that position. All right? Less than 10 seconds left. You have no timeouts left. And he takes the sack, and time runs out. We don't get a field goal. And the crazy part was, that was like the second time in the half that he did that. So Brian Hoyer cost us six points. We could have been tied up, maybe even leading at halftime with Hoyer's two miscues and that bullshit no like no turnover call that we got, that the Patriots got. And what really fucked me up was earlier in the game, I'm going to have to pull up this clip. I'm going to go deep diving into the internet to pull up this clip but first half I don't know if it was Chris Jones or whoever hit a player going out of bounds oh I'm sorry it was Tyron Matthew the honey badger shout out to Tyron Matthew because I've been a huge fan of his since he was at LSU the only time I don't like him is when we're playing against him so whatever it didn't look like any malicious intent you know just momentum you know You're running out of bounds with the guy. You hit him. There's people fucking sliding all over the sidelines when they got pushed out in that game. So whatever. He gets pushed out. I'm like, could be a flag for, you know, hit out of bounds. And they threw the flag. And if you watch the video, go over. Like, watch. Just watch the video. Pat Mahomes goes over to the ref because he doesn't play defense, obviously. He goes over to the ref, says something. And then all of a sudden they go on the field and, and, you know, they make the announcement. There is no flag for a personal foul. Okay, whatever. I could get over that, except later on in the game, when we're trying to march back out of this shitstorm we put ourselves in, Weiss, Weiss Jr. on the Patriots is trying to run Pat Mahomes out of bounds he successfully he successfully does and he has his he has his hand on his shoulder pad and if you look at the play he's literally trying to hold this dude up and then all of a sudden the flags come in hit out of bounds like what the fuck is that and then earlier in the game pat mahomes tiptoeing near the sideline not going out devin mccordy's even like come on bro Like, from now on, I don't even care. The next time we play Pat Mahomes, I don't care if we get three 15-yard penalties. We better knock this motherfucker out. Make a statement. All right? You're going to give us bullshit penalties? You're going to try to take the game away from us? 
We're going to play big boy football. I'm not saying injure the guy, but shit, send a message. Even in The Godfather, they sent warnings. But yeah, the Chiefs, honestly, not even because I was pissed off in that game, but they just didn't impress me. Because even though we had a whole bunch of hooey going on within our own organization, not having Cam out there and just our lackluster roster, which the guys always come to compete. And the and I got to give a lot of credit to the defense. I mean, you, you hold Kansas City to six points in the first half. Your offense got to bail you out. And like even in the second half, there's not a lot you can do. It's just Kansas City capitalizing on bullshit penalties it was just a real fucking shit sandwich to say the least and I hope the Patriots get to play them again obviously that would have to be in the playoffs but I hope we get them again I hope Cam's at full strength and I hope we put a fucking pounding on them I don't care if the game's not exciting I don't care if it comes down to the wire I hope we hang a fucking 40 piece on them because I know everybody wants to dethrone the Patriots so motherfucking bad because you wish you could have the greatness that we've had. And if you can't acknowledge the fact that we're the best NFL franchise in the entire league ever, you're bugging. All right. I respect the shit out of the Steelers, the 49ers, the Cowboys, even the Packers, which I'm not a Packer hater. I'm just acknowledging the great franchises. Even the New York Giants. The New York Giants have a lot of storied history. All right? Against us, too. Still, one of the best franchises, I think, in the NFL. I get it. I'm biased. I'm a New England fan. But that's my stance, damn it. I really do think my team's the best. And I'm going to stick behind them. Don't get me wrong. When they fuck up, I will call them out for it. But this one, completely out of our control. Whew. Well, felt good to get that out of my system. Going through the rest of the week, some fun stuff going on. Really, I'm going to start with that, uh, that Thursday night game. Everyone's like, you know, the Broncos and the Jets. I'm not going to watch that. Why would I watch that? And by people, I, I'm talking about me. I'm people. But no, there was a lot. You know, I saw shit on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these social media accounts, which, by the way, were on talking their ish. And let me just say, I'm a Sam Darnold supporter. I thought he was going to get it done, especially after watching that 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 touchdown he scored. You know, he legs it in. That was, I got, you know, in my YouTube video, I was talking about it, but that's definitely a candidate for touchdown run of the year. That was insane. Lots of good highlights in that game. Pierre Desir, the uh, defensive back, he uh, had an unfortunate mishap where the ball bounced off his his face mask and um, got the touchdown after that. And then you're like, okay, it's the, you know, it's the same old Jets. They're doing what they do and stinking up the place. But then Desir comes back with two picks. Yes, fresh cookies. And then I'm looking back in, in my notes. Hold up. 
Brian Poole, then he comes away with a takeaway. And I'm like, look, look at the Jets' defense. I know they're playing against a wounded Broncos offense. But I'm like, look at the Jets' defense. They're, they're pulling for their team right here. And even with Jamison Crowder back in the offense, the, the Jets just couldn't, they couldn't get anything going. They couldn't get anything going on offense. So I hate to say it. I've been sticking up for dude for way too long. And I don't even know if I can even put this entire loss on him. But the Jets just, they have a lot of potential. I'm just not sure how they're ever going to dig them. So they, first of all, they need a more stable head coach. All right. I'm not one for calling for people's jobs. Adam Gase, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to take money out, not trying to take food out the man's family's mouth. New York just needs a change. And I picked the Jets to win that game, damn it. That's where I was wrong. Should have never gave up my AFC East loyalty like that. Saints and the Lions, I shouldn't have picked against Drew Brees. It's just almost his entire team is hurt right now. Uh, Michael Thomas not being there is a huge hit for them. But to not have Jared Cook going in, which I felt like Cook has been his main target. And even with Taysom Hill, that Saints offense just has a huge hole in it. So I thought Matt Patricia was going to rise to the occasion and get a huge upset win over the Saints. And they almost did. I'll give them that. Uh, The Saints just proving me wrong. They also have to do some soul searching, though, because the road only gets tougher from here. And you know, you know you're going to have to see Brady one more time, if not two more times, if y'all happen to meet up in the playoffs. Chargers, Buccaneers, knew Tampa Bay was going to pull it out, but kind of shaky there for a while. Chargers were leading, and I'm a huge Justin Herbert supporter. Man, has he... They, I mean, the, you know, L.A. looked... So weird to call them L.A. I almost said San Diego. But L.A., they looked good coming in. And obviously, we got a bigger sneak peek of them being on hard knocks. But they were good coming in. And Herbert has just made them look that much better. I like Tyrod. But they really should just stick with Herbie at this point. He He kept them in that game. And Brady led the comeback as he's supposed to, but another team that, even though they're winning, not impressing me. When the playoffs come, you're going to get G-checked. Jaguars, Bengals, had a feeling Joe Burrow. Really, Joe Burrow should have two wins on the season, but uh, really three. Wait, now the first game? Yeah, no, three, yeah. The first game, the Eagles game. And then they got this one. So shout out to Joe Burrow. They're now 1-2-1. One, and one. The Rook has really impressed me. I thought Chase Young was going to win Rookie of the Year. But I'm officially changing my pick right now. Burrow, you're in there, homie. Congrats. The Vikings and the Texans. This was a, this was a sad matchup because both of these teams have had tough schedules to start the year 
and it was a shame that they were 0 and 3 come they were both 0 and 3 coming into this game. I mean, I had high hopes for for both of these franchises. Mike Zimmer, mad respect for him and what he's done to kind of turn the Vikings around. And then Bill O'Brien, a disciple of Belichick. I know him and Brady had their differences, but you never want to see dude fall out, you know, and he's hired countless other expatriates to be on his coaching staff. It's like, you know, they're the uh the Patriots light, if you will, without the wins. And I like Deshaun Watson. And after the you know, the the Vikings con- congrats to them. I also uh Fox with Kirk Cousins. But the storyline coming out of this one was Bill O'Brien getting the boot. I don't know if that was the right decision at this point in the season. I mean, you look at their schedule. Let's pull it up right now. You open up against the world champs. Then you lose to who I thought was the best team in the NFL, the Ravens. All right, so Chiefs and Ravens right out of the gate. Then you go on the road to play the Steelers, which Steelers defense, wow. Talk about stepping it up. And Ben, you know, he's... He's finding his rhythm. So, yeah, you play the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers, and then you play the Vikings. They were a playoff team last year. I'm like, don't let their record fool you. Why can't I find them? Or, oh, yeah, they play the Packers to open up. They lost to the Colts. Okay, they should have won that one. They got beat pretty, pretty bad, 28-11 to the Colts. Not your best outing. And then they lost by one to the Titans. And the Titans are are struggling right now. I had way or uh, way or <laughs> I had way higher hopes for the Tennessee Titans, for them to squ- like squeak by with that that thirty one thirty road win. Shameful. So the Texans were clearly, I feel like the better team going into that matchup, and still lost. I don't know if firing Bill O'Brien is the right move. Hopefully now if. You know, with the decision made, hopefully now the team starts to pick it up. And I was talking with somebody, him being a former Patriot, you know, I obviously want to see dude get work. I don't know if if we'll take him back. And if we do take him back, I don't know if I want him, you know, but I want to see the dude eat. No hard feelings. Seahawks, Dolphins. Th- now I picked the Seahawks to win, but what surprised me about this game was I'll give the I got to give the Dolphins their credit. Okay? They hung in there. It's just Fitzpatrick with all those turnovers and shit, you're not going to win a game like that against one of the worst teams, let alone my Super Bowl pick. My Super Bowl pick. And I thought Russ was going to go off. DK Metcalf, where were you at? Like I said, got to give credit to Miami played their asses off and I can't wait to see them again Browns Cowboys now I picked Dallas to win this but I did say it was going to be one of the best evenly matched games of the year and shout out to the Browns for proving me wrong specifically Odell Beckham Jr. I haven't had anything bad to say about dude but it's been a while since I've seen him get three touchdowns in one game damn My man went off, and this is a chance for me to get on the Baker Mayfield train 
But Jarvis Landry threw that first touchdown. Not to mention, Kareem Hunt added two rushing touchdowns for you. And then Odell scores, I think on the the reverse or the or the screen pass, whatever. He has that that long one to kind of seal the deal for Cleveland. But even just watching Mayfield, some some of the decisions he makes are just stupid. Like it's not even a personal hate thing for this guy. It's just your decisions on the field. I'm sure he's not that bad to hang out with. Seems like a he he's got a good sense of humor, but on the football field, like you're not even deba- like granted the the first down's like 4 yards away, whatever whatever it is, but I'm like at least cross the line of scrimmage. Don't go out of bounds, don't go down. I know you're not a huge guy. But, like, you really think Pat Mahomes is going to run out of bounds with no, like, no yards gain? He's at least going to get three, and that's bad for him. You're little. Like, at least, like, dive forward, pick up, like, two or three yards. They're not going to hit you. And if they do hit you, it's probably going to be a 15-yard penalty. That's what you want. So, with the with the Browns winning, they're, you know, on paper next to the Chiefs. Best roster in football, easily. I just want them to live up to that potential, so... Hopefully this is a sign of good things to come for them. As for the Cowboys, they got to do some soul searching because I like Zeke, but Dak Prescott is the best player on that team right now. So, and shout out to uh, Mike McCarthy getting new life after that whole Aaron Rodgers situation. I want to see him do good too. So Cowboys, Zeke, look in the mirror and get your shit together. Cardinals-Panthers, I had the Panthers taking this one. Uh, They have been very surprising this year. Shout out Teddy Bridgewater. Teddis Bridgewater, one of my favorite QBs in the game. I really thought he was going to be done after he tore his ACL. Now my man's a starting quarterback. He's got a new head coach. And with no Christian McCaffrey, still getting it done. Can can, Can you imagine if they had him? right now this would have been a blowout maybe 20 plus on them and the Arizona Cardinals they're I mean not that I was doubting them coming into the year because adding DeAndre Hopkins with Kyler Murray and Larry Fitzgerald I'm like hey that's a tandem right here but the Cardinals been they've been playing lights out too their defense just needs to step it up but the offense that's prime time baby Ravens Washington I knew the Ravens were going to kick the shit out of the football team. And for the most part, they didn't, I don't, I don't feel like they really demolished them. They just, Washington has Dwayne Haskins Jr. Who's trying to come into his own, but even he's on the chopping block now. I'm like, I can't even rep you like that, dude. You got to do a little bit more, but the Ravens just with that loss to the chiefs left, like it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, yo, like, y'all are paper champions. Like, I feel like when, when the shit hit the fan and when we see them later on this year, whoo, I hope we take it to them. Fuck that. With Cam. Talking about you got a dual threat quarterback. Who do you think started this barbecue business shit? And shout out to Ron Rivera. All he's had to do fighting cancer and whatnot. He's, he's got this team in the right direction. I think... Next season, they'll definitely pull some free agents. But Ravens, I'm watching you. 
Rams Giants, another surprising game. Shout out to the New York Giants for hanging in there until the very end. But what are you going to do? I know I, I kind of ripped the Rams coming in because they were also on hard knocks and I just felt like they had a boring ass team. With that being said, I have been on the Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald train for which either one of them could be defensive player of the year. And actually Ramsey, the headline of this game, because he gets into it with Golden Tate. They had some sister baby mama drama. I don't know the exact story. I'm not in their their social web, if you will. But apparently, from what I've heard, I'm just going to give two scenarios. Either one could be true. I wasn't there. Even anything you read online, it does, like nobody was there. So even whatever you read online, they're going to tell you exactly what happened, the people involved. But apparently, Ramsey had kids with Golden Tate's sister. One scenario says he cheated on her. They split. Another scenario that I heard in the interwebs was that Tate's sister was pregnant with a child. She might have had one. They might have already had one together, but she was pregnant and he cheated on her. Then I don't know who cast the first stone on Twitter or whatever social media, but I'm sure it was Golden Tate that was like, when I see you, you know what it is, and I want the smoke. And then another situation that I saw being spoke was that when Tate was in Seattle, he fucked Russ's wife while he was there. That was the reason for his departure. So just poor decision-making on everyone's part. And then that huge-ass brawl, which made for good TV, happens. You don't want to see that, but you kind of do. Don't lie, you kind of do. And I hope they get everything resolved especially for the kids' sake. Come on, grow the fuck up. Bills Raiders, uh, the Bills hung in there. I actually had the Raiders upsetting them, but Josh Allen, too nice, real, and Stephon Diggs. I mean, wow. Guy's got to be, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's probably top three in this league. I mean, wow, what a great audience. And props to John Gruden getting getting this team to, to that high level. Maybe they were better without Khalil Mack. And the, new and the new stadium don't hurt. Looks beautiful. Mr. Davis would be very proud. Colts, Bears. I had the Bears winning this one, but the Colts getting another huge win. Right now they're owning the NFC North. I don't know how they'll do against the Packers, but, you know, I, get, I give Phillip Rivers... A lot of shit, but he's really rose to the occasion. And shout out to him. He's got new life. And hey, they're winning. That always helps. Eagles 49ers. This one surprised me, but uh, not a huge surprise. San Fran has their fair share of injuries. I was happy for Carson Wentz. Really, that's the only Eagles player I was happy for because I feel like this guy is giving 110%. And taking all the blame when nobody else is stepping up to help him, especially the coach, Father Time over there. Do like, doesn't it seem like he would be like Little Bear's dad, Doug Peterson? Like, he's that kind of guy. 
right? Like this old timey, not, not, uh, not aggressive. I'll, I'll throw him into some other childhood character scenarios that he could also be Franklin or, or Caillou's dad, which family guy had a hilarious joke about Caillou in their past episode. Check that out. But Eagles for Carson Wentz sake, please step it up. Either trade the dude or don't. But I would like to see Jalen Hurts get in there as well. I just don't want to see Carson Wentz as a backup. If you're going to put Hurts in there, trade Wentz. Let let him go be a starting quarterback for somebody else because that's just, that's potential wasted. I can tell you right now, the only reason he's underperforming is because he's in Philly. He would fare better on like, 31 other teams Patriots and the Chiefs already got through that bullshit uh the refs robbed us Kansas City hope to see you again don't sleep motherfucker Packers Falcons no surprise there Aaron Rodgers at home with no fans doesn't matter the man dealing also a possible MVP candidate in the past I've been a Rodgers hater but I can't this year. My man is doing it, and he's doing it big. Shout out to him. Falcons, I you got to do something. I don't know. If anybody should have been fired this week, probably should have been Dan Quinn. And once again, I don't like to call for people's jobs. I don't know if that's the right move. I don't know if the owner should uh, just give up his share of the team. But they need to have a big sit-down session and, you know, Julio not being there, obviously a huge thing, but Julio gets targeted anyway. He'll have like one or two great grabs, hopefully for a touchdown in the game, but they know that's what Atlanta is going to look to do. So Falcons just, I don't know. Next draft class, if y'all do get the number one pick, it's going to look like you're going to have to take Trevor Lawrence. And I hate to say it because I'm a Matt Ryan fan. Shout out to BC. But these fans deserve more. All right, jumping to this week, starting with Thursday night football, Bucks at the Bears, Brady, Foles, the Super Bowl rematch, both on different teams. Bet you didn't think that you would see that a couple years ago when they faced off in Super Bowl LII, where the Patriots self-sabotaged themselves. Um, yeah. Bears coming off a loss there at home, but Brady and the Buccaneers have a much better and talented roster. This one's going to be close, but I think the old man squeezes out a road win in prime time. Bills Titans. I don't know if we're going to get to see this one because of coronavirus, but either way, if it is going to be played, it's going to be a tight one. The Titans... I think play the Bills a little bit better than the other teams they've been playing because it seems like they rise to the occasion once the opponent, once they know the the opponent is tougher and the Bills rolling this year. They've had a lot of sloppy play. That's why I picked the Raiders to beat them. But I think it's a close one. And Josh Allen remains perfect on the season if they play this game fucking coronavirus jaguars texans now jacksonville going down to houston no bill o'brien it's a shame they got rid of him because this is going to be the easiest game on their schedule 
and I think they get a huge home win, and Deshaun Watson shows out for all you fantasy owners out there. Bengals-Ravens, I think this one is going to be a lot closer than what people expect. I'm going to take the Ravens to win. I think Joe Burrow statistically has a rough game, but he's going to show the NFL what he's made of in this matchup. And I think he earns the respect of Lamar Jackson, which he doesn't really need it. You just like to see things like that, though. Panthers-Falcons. Now, the Panthers have been very surprising this year, but eventually, the Falcons got to win one. I hate to do this to Teddy Bridgewater, but this is a division game, and I think after all the shit they've been getting these last few weeks, I think they muster up and pull out a much-needed victory. Falcons. Raiders-Chiefs. This is going to be a good matchup. I think Las Vegas is going to play them well. The Chiefs just have more weapons, and they're fully healthy. Like I said, I'm not wishing no bad on Kansas City. It's just you're playing basically with house money. You got your entire team from last year with a better running back, mind you. Everyone's healthy. The refs are on your side. We all know how this one's going to go, but the Raiders, I think they make it close. Cardinals at the Jets. Jets are home, but that doesn't really mean much. Cardinals, that offense is streaking. Let's see if Pierre Desir can have another great week or if that was a fluke. Hopefully it wasn't because I think he's he's great. I would love to have him in New England. I, I loved his draft story coming out too. You know, division division three or division two guy makes it to the NFL draft. I'm going to Arizona though. They got more weapons. Eagles Steelers. This is a fun Pennsylvania matchup. Eagles getting that I don't want to say impressive road win over the 49ers because San Fran had a lot of hurt players, but it was good for their ego. They're going to go face the Steelers, which I just had to double check and make sure that they were playing because this virus ruining our livelihood. Philly's going to run into that very tough Pittsburgh Steelers defense I know they were anxious to play the Titans and they didn't so I think they're just gonna take out all that frustration on Philly not to mention uh the Eagles are flying back from California that uh that west coast to east coast thing not fun speaking of west coast to east coast the Rams coming to Washington this is gonna be a fun matchup this one's gonna be very close And if Washington decides to switch out Dwayne Haskins Jr., I think they're going to walk away with the win and surprise a lot of people. Dolphins 49ers. Now, here's a matchup I want to see. Not really, but I will. Dolphins hanging in there with the Seahawks, with the 49ers still down because of injuries. It's going to be a tough one. And I think Miami gets the road win in this one. Giants-Cowboys. Rough City Special. Woof. Giants fans, your team's creeping, creep, creeping towards a win. It's going to be very tough, though, to get one against this Cowboys team who is feeling the hurt 
after that loss to the Cleveland Browns. But the Giants and the Cowboys always have legendary matchups, and I wouldn't put it past the Giants to slip by with a win in this one. However, Cowboys with their own shit to prove, I think they get a win at Jerry World. Broncos Patriots. Now, I know I'm still hurt after this Kansas City game. I don't know if I'll ever recover from that throughout this season, but we pissed off. I hope we just put a shellacking on the Broncos. Not even I hope, because uh, I'm I'm I have a lot of love for the Broncos. They're showing a lot of mental toughness throughout all their injuries that they've suffered. But I'm gonna take the Patriots. And that's all I have to say about that. Colts-Browns. Browns with a huge win last week. And like I said, the Colts have been impressive with Phillip Rivers. Now, on paper, the Browns are the much better team. But I think the Colts are just meshing a lot better. My prediction, Indy makes this one close. And they win it on a field goal. The Sunday night matchup. This is, this is a good game. This is a good game. Uh, Vikings at the Seahawks, potential NFC championship or NFC playoff game. Two of my favorite quarterbacks. No Stephon Diggs, though. That would make this matchup even better. Can't wait to see the fans back at CenturyLink Field, but the Hawks have been playing lights out either way. Russ, still my MVP candidate. I think he goes off in primetime and the Seahawks. Win it by at least three touchdowns. The Monday night game, who is making the Saints schedule? Because they have been in prime time, like, I feel like four out of the five weeks. I think they have been. Let's let's take a look. Yeah, they play the Packers on Sunday night football. Then they play the Raiders on Monday night football the week before. And then opening weekend, they, they played the Bucks, which that was... That was a primetime game. So, yeah, we, we've really been on the Saints train as an NFL season collectively. So, yeah, we got the Chargers and the Saints. Herbie with something to prove. Like I said, that Saints offense with a lot of hits, taking a lot of hits, literally. They're out of sync. I expect L.A. to pull out a surprising road win. Chargers. Now, as for plays from week four, lots of good stuff. Uh, you should go check out our new YouTube video that dropped last night, our Fresh Cookies Highlight Show Week 4 edition. Some good stuff in there. If you enjoy hearing me talk, you're going to love it. If you don't, why are you here in the first place? Makes no sense. If you like our highlights, check out our social media. We have a lot of Fresh cookies highlights on there. You'll love it. Just just reminiscing on Monday night watching that uh, Chiefs-Pats game. I don't know if I've ever gotten that mad watching football. Like, I had to I had to check myself. I think I went and took a cold shower after that game. That's how, that's how much I was seething with fucking rage watching these refs blow that game. Hopefully this week it's a different story. And when, not if, when we see Kansas City again, y'all know what's up. No Vaseline. All right, y'all. Enjoy the games this week. Drank something. Roll something up. But be responsible. I don't want nobody dying. Follow us on social media. 
Instagram at Fresh Cookies Show, Twitter at Fresh Cookies Pod, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, y'all. I'm Neri Rodriguez, and you already know it's Fresh Cookies. Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies.